my courses Slayer Dragons and Guardians of Manifestation and Truth are back. Join me if you're currently working with me or if you'd like to get started working with me one-on-one, get in touch and we'll take this 10-week journey together. This course has extensive materials, audio recordings, practices, and journaling exercises, as well as a group experience where we come together on a conference call. And these calls are recorded. So if you're in a part of the world where you can't quite make the live call, right after the call, you'll receive the recording. And I hope you can join me for this amazing transformative experience of working with personal archetypes, working with your soma, and exploring the whole world of archetypal somatics and the symbolic world and how we can use these patterns and tools to transform every aspect of our lives. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. There are many challenges to having difficulty with making shadow work a big part of your life um, and particularly shadow integration practices that are somatic or involve energy and body um, because we've been trained to do things with our mind, I mean, for for a big part of it. But another big thing, and this is also kind of about mind, is this the thing of the unknown. Mind really wants answers and wants things to be really kind of tidy and make meaning out of things and why did this happen or why is this happening. And when we're in a process that is body-based, we have to learn to wake up our body-mind, our somanosis, our intuition, our intelligence informed by intuition, our not knowing we, we got to wake up the non-knowing in order to actually experience something. One of the things that knowing does is it, it preconceives often. Like, oh, I've done this. I've, I've you know, I've read this plot in five books or something. And so why, why would I need to read that book? Or um, this person seems just like that person, so I don't need to bother experiencing this person. And the the thing about preconceptions is that they also lead to biases and um, and not really experiencing what's here now. When we have a preconception, which is a lot of what knowing is, we don't get to find out or explore, receive, or be in the mystery, which is so much more powerful than knowing something. And... I get it. This goes against all of our training as people on the planet right now. Um, We're we're taught to start learning and know things the second we hit school, um, 
you know, whatever training we're getting, often it's like we want to get this uh, set of accomplishments so I know what I'm doing. And in my experience, the more I think I know, the less I actually know. So the, there's a great Zen koan about this, about there, there's a farmer and bad things keep happening to him, followed by good things happening to him. And every time somebody says, oh, that's great. That great thing happened to you. He goes, maybe. And then something bad happens and they go, oh, it's terrible. That's tragic. That tragic thing happened to you. And he goes, maybe. And he keeps not making meaning out of it. He keeps just receiving and going, we'll see what, you know, it's kind of like, we'll see what happens next, which is a great attitude to have, especially if you're having challenges in your life. One of my bumper stickers that I bring up now and again is that fortune is found outside of the boundaries of the known. And we want to think of fortune as something more than financial gain. Fortune can also be kind of like being led down a path when I don't think I can see, you know, an ability to feel my way forward. There's there's some great ways that we could think about fortune, not in terms of destiny or fate, but in terms of magic. You know, really, that's probably the the cleanest way to bring that in. And if we want to have magic in our lives, we have to step outside of what is known in our life. If we want to, uh, particularly, knowing can have a sense of safety in my mind. I call it sometimes retreating to the mind, but almost lead to a very subtle arrogance about the world. Like I know something that's safe. I know how things work. And there's evidence that suggests if I stop learning by the time I'm 40 or something, the brain starts kind of shutting down the ability to, to experience and explore new things. It's kind of like we want to be constantly in a, in a state of wonder. We want to be in awe of, of our surroundings. We, we don't want to look at a tree and go, that's like every other tree I've ever seen. We want to be taking in and receiving the beauty of that tree, like we're seeing it for the first time. This is the, the art of being, very different than knowing, very different than meaning making. The known reality is a place where we get to be safe and also we kind of know how things are going to go. So it can get kind of stale for a lot of us, particularly if there's creativity. Say I'm doing things that other people have done. I'm I'm going in charted territory. It might start to feel kind of stale and old, even boring. Um, it's been done before. It's It's not exciting. And novelty is a very important part of our soul's work. We, we like things to be new. We've been, as humans, we've been migrating forever until recently. Now, now recently you, 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 you live in a, a house that you buy or rent and you don't go anywhere except for on in quotes vacation where you vacate your life to go somewhere else. Well, we used to migrate a lot. We used to move around a lot. We used to be more nomadic and 
and having novelty all the time. And you might say that that's stressful, but it's that good kind of stress where the brain is developing and growing because I have to attend to a new situation or dynamic. And um, often with novelty, it's easier to be in awe and, and amazed. So it's a quick, I mean, if you get up and go in your car and go somewhere you've never been before and you get out of the car and you explore that it's just going to make you excited. Um, if you can do that in a place that's, that's gritty and not just beautiful or naturally beautiful, um, and you're not going somewhere to consume, like buy things, if you're just going to a place to experience it and, and see the beauty of the landscape or the architecture, the, and it's even close to your home, but it's a place you haven't really been much or been before, it's going to feel novel to you. It, new things will come up out of your unconscious. Memories will return. Parts of you will be woken up that may have been asleep for a while. There's magic in this unknown territory. And getting good at being risky, taking the risk to go there and explore a place that you don't know is something that quickens our soul evolution. This is a really powerful way to be in the world. Not knowing, not knowing who I am. Most people get really upset when they find out they don't, they didn't know the person that they're romantically involved with. Like, I never knew you. I don't even know you. You know, like suddenly there's all this sort of stuff you didn't know was there and it's shocking or upsetting or something. But, but, that's the truth for all of us. We don't know each other. We don't know ourselves. So we want to be in a position of not knowing so we can understand ourselves, so we can explore. We want to slow down, feel into the subtleties of self and other, and be able to really receive and experience what's actually here. I have this uh, I have this metaphor I use called the psychedelic banana, and that's not about smoking banana skins and having a psychedelic visual experience. It's about um, the banana is yellow, right? Most of us know bananas to be yellow or yellowish or something. Well, that's the light bouncing off of the banana. The yellow light bounces back. That means the banana doesn't have any yellow in it. That means it's every other color but yellow. And of course, I'm not taking this to a deep scientific level, but the idea there is the banana you see is not the banana that's there. It's a psychedelic banana. It's lots of colors. And probably somebody who, who knows more about uh, color waves or something could explain this better. But I think the psychedelic banana is a really good metaphor for considering all of the reality that we're in. This is also the idea of yoga maya and maha maya. Yoga maya being the the, play, the thing that's really here that we haven't been able to experience because it's a place of union and, and the illusion part, the maya, uh, sometimes is the great illusion, maha maya. And that's where we're maybe projecting or making meaning out of things or assessing. or I, I mean, I'm looking at a piggy bank right now. I think I know what that piggy bank is. And I've just decided that's a piggy bank. And and maybe that's all it is, but it's also the color black. It's also 
iron or some sort of heavy metal. It's got a lot going for it that is out. And it's also a lot of things I don't know. I mean, it has a history. It has a, a, a lifetime before it came into my possession. So so not that I want to you know, spend a bunch of time thinking about that, but I can use anything and be not knowing what it is and be exploring it and believing in this moment that I don't know it. And that's where these portals in our reality open up and show us what's really here. Maybe just inklings sometimes, maybe just a little bit of touch of deep presence and really connecting to the truth of something or um, sometimes there's just a data upload like suddenly it's like oh wow all this other content I was totally unaware of is suddenly obvious to me I make the connections the connections the clicking things start to kind of come together and all make sense because I stopped knowing I stopped looking for meaning and I started receiving and experiencing the thing that I'm with. This is one of the things that is in my course, Shadow Stalking 101, this idea of liminal space or getting good at decoding the overworld, kind of like, well, what's actually here and having experience with underworld material and then getting really good at going between the worlds or, or being in the in-between, the liminal spaces. We, we want to learn to go much deeper than our images in our mind, much deeper than our, our words, our thoughts, our assessments, much deeper than the known, and be able to have a lot of flexibility with, with where we are in space and time. And, and this idea of the imagination, which is also another word for the lemon or that waterline between the overworld and the underworld when when that really expands and we have our imagination and a body sense of imagination then we're starting to have this this companionship with the unknown or the other worlds where I'm letting myself guess a little bit here and there I'm receiving and I'm guessing I'm receiving and I'm guessing but I'm not getting concrete about it I'm not trying to come to conclusions. I'm kind of in the flow like, huh, well, if if this tree right here is something I haven't known before, maybe there's actually medicine here for me in this tree in some way. Maybe there's something more about this tree I haven't explored because I've stopped thinking I know who it is or what it is, and I've started wondering and and being a little curious and creative. And and that is how we become, instead of people who copy or do the same thing that's already been done, we really become innovators where we start to get the download or the upload of the new reality, the new way, the new possibility only available outside of the known only available in the mystery and in that other place that in between that place where I've stopped using my mind and I've started connecting. 
Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma Podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.